Insiders come to play. The download on the download, movers and shakers off the course, and the pros inside the ropes. Welcome to Slice with Brian Bushlack. Well, it's never too early to plan your winter getaway, especially in the midst of a global pandemic that is truly changing the American lifestyle with the emphasis now on home, safety, obviously a key, and the ability in many cases to work remote. Well, it's all having a major factor on buying decisions. And on the West Coast, Palm Desert, Indian Wells, and La Quinta, well, they are always calling us in the winter season. These spectacular communities featuring all the amenities you could dream of, and then some. One that's attracting attention is Andalusia in La Quinta. The Sunrise Company acquired this property in late 2018. They pumped a bunch of money into it. And what was a very nice community prior is now over the top. Uh, Sunrise's most recent and successful community, Toscana, has been a huge hit in Indian Wells. And they are duplicating that effort down the road in La Quinta. Lindsay Winch is the head pro at Andalusia, where they've got the only Reese Jones course in the Coachella Valley, and it is big and beautiful, over 7,500 yards from the tips, wide open fairways, and of course the spectacular Santa Rosa Mountains as the backdrop. And I connected with Lindsay to get the download not only on the course, but on this resort community, which is attracting a ton of attention. Yeah, so Andalusia um, was kind of the last big development uh, built here in the Coachella Valley, and we're south La Quinta. Um, It's a beautiful Reese Jones design. Um, We have about 250 homes built already, 250 more to go, and uh, the golf course is awesome. The amenities are beautiful, and uh, yeah, it's, it's very nice. I want to talk to you more about the golf course in a minute, but um, that location is important, isn't it? Because I know, you know, having been down there so many times, that the further north you go out toward the freeway, it does get a lot windier out there, and the location you're at is very well protected, isn't it? It, it definitely is, yeah. So um, I don't know if you've ever watched on TV when the Classic Club was hosting uh, what was the Bob Hope at the time. Um, it was very windy and it can get very windy by the I-10 and up by the windmills. And obviously that's why they put all those windmills there. Yeah. That's, that's where, that's where it blows. Um, we are south and close to the Santa Rosa mountains. And for the most part, we're, we're fairly protected every now and then in the spring, as we start getting a little warmer, uh, as the weather change, we do get some wind, but, but nothing like North. Yeah, not to say the wind never blows there, but I mean, in, in comparison with other resorts, and, and that's a great frame of reference for people who watch the Bob Hope or the LPGA event, you know, you see that yep. it, it does get pretty breezy in that, that neighborhood. Now, 
the backstory on the resort, um, how long has it been there? I know, you know, I've driven past it a few times, um, mm-hmm. but maybe give us the download there. Yeah, so we were built in 2005, and uh, the first couple of years were great, and then obviously the recession happened, and um, fortunately we we had good ownership, and we made it through the, the tough times, but for many years, uh, we really didn't sell a lot of homes, and now we have new owners with Sunrise Company, and they've, they've been awesome, and the last couple of years, uh, we've really turned the tide, and we're starting to sell some homes. Um, we're up to about 170 golf members now, so not too busy, but but we're certainly growing. Yeah, that's good to hear. And uh, Sunrise has such a incredible reputation. Uh, Toscana, of course, and Palm Desert, a beautiful resort with uh, the two Jack Nicholas courses, and uh, you know that that is so important, isn't it? I mean, people, you know, I don't think people pay enough attention to the management company that's behind these resorts. It's so important, isn't it? For sure it is. Yeah. And we're very fortunate um, to be be purchased by Sunrise. Uh, we had great owners before with Drummond Company and, and they were awesome and they decided to go in a different direction. And uh, Sunrise has, has basically built uh, almost half the desert um, as far as high end, great golf communities. So it's really been a great partnership. Yeah, that's great to hear. And, you know, there's literally something for everyone in the desert, price point wise. Uh, maybe fill us in on where you check in when it comes to residential real estate. Yeah, so we're we're definitely on the high end side, um, but not not outrageous. So our homes start just over a million, and you can you can certainly get a very nice home for over two million. Um, but we're in that range, so. Uh, there's certainly some some communities around here that the the homes and the real estate are, are much more expensive, but we're kind of in a nice spot where we've got awesome amenities, beautiful homes, and and we're not too expensive. Yeah, it sounds to me similar to the price points at Toscana, right? Yeah, we might be just slightly less. Um, part of that has to do, I would just location Indian Wells to La Quinta. Indian Wells is a, a little more desirable. Uh, zip code, if you want to say, mm-hmm. um, but but the homes are very similar. Um, Toscana does some custom homes, and uh, we we haven't got there yet. So we have uh, about six different plans, and, and they're all beautiful from around three thousand square feet to over five. Yeah, lots to choose from there. So getting there too, I think it's uh, interesting. I mean, you've got a private airstrip. What ten? 12 minutes away. I mean, it's, if you're flying private. Yeah, thermal's not far at all. Um, probably eight miles away, I would guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so if you're yeah. flying private, I mean, that's, uh, you're, I mean, you're, you're there. right there. Yeah. You're right there. Let's talk about golf. Um, you're Reese Jones in this course and you said 170 members. So I would imagine it's not difficult getting a tee time. No. And, uh, and fortunately we don't, we don't have tee time. So members just roll up, <laughs> get some balls and, uh, and they go to the tee. So, we, we do have some days in, in February and March um, that we get a little busy, but members aren't waiting more than 20, 20 minutes tops to get onto the first tee. So. And tell us about the course. I know following along online here as well, but uh, uh, give us your perspective and your take on this course. What do you like about it? Yeah, the golf course is awesome. Um, it's really playable for everybody. So we have, uh, it, it's unique. And then we're going to be the last big golf course built in the Coachella Valley because California's put some restrictions 
on how many acres you can have for whole and we were built before then. So our back tees, uh, over 7,500 yards, um, all the way up. We have six, six tees before that, uh, all the way up to 54, um, almost 5,500 yards for the red tees for the ladies. And, um, it's, it's awesome. So the, the whole course is, is big and playable. And it's also right in front of you. I don't know if you've played any Reese Jones before, but um, not a lot of tricked up. He's got some subtleties in the greens. The greens are very big. Uh, so if you get on the wrong spot or, or the opposite side of the hole, it can be a little tricky. Um, but really the length is is what makes it challenging for sure. Yeah. Had a few three putts and a few yeah. four putts mixed in there. Yeah. So Yeah, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> well, and you know what's great about that location too is, you know, I just I'm partial to the Santa Rosa Mountains. The vistas there are They're beautiful. I, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it's outstanding. So we're right at the base of uh, Coral Mountain and looking at the Santa Rosas and uh the mountains are ever changing as well. The shadows every time you look at it, it's different. Um, most of our homes have a beautiful view of the mountains and, and it's a really special spot. Yeah, it is. I was noticing too, looking through your marketing material, very cost effective to become a golf member. It's very cost effective to, to gain a golf membership. For sure. Um, we like to think of ourselves as, as some of the elite clubs in the Valley and, um, as far as price point goes, we are as competitive as any of them and, and much less than most. Um, so the, once you're here, it's, it shouldn't break the bank too much uh, to become a golf member. Yeah, that's great. Now, the, all of the clubs in the desert, most of them anyway, I mean, the amenities are over the top. And I know that's, uh, the, <laughs> that's the case at your resort as well. Yeah, for sure. So it's, it's kind of like adult Disneyland. Um, basically whatever you like to do, we, we have for you. So we have a, a golf clubhouse, which is just for golf members. Um, that's beautiful, beautiful ladies and men's locker rooms, um, outdoor patio seating, and then a golf shop. And, um, and then on the other side at our sports club, we have a beautiful pool. Um, people swimming laps in there all the time or, or just enjoying it on the afternoon. Uh, great workout facilities, stretch classes, uh, bocce ball, pickleball, tennis, um, pretty much anything that you'd like to do, we've got it. Yeah, you said pickleball, and I know it's pretty serious about pickleball when you have more pickleball courts than tennis courts, right? Yeah, we're our members have, have gone crazy over pickleball. <laughs> um, huh. It's, you know, on any given day when they do pickleball drop-in, we might have 40 people there. Yeah. Um, it's it's pretty cool, and and our members love it. Obviously, it's a little easier on the body than tennis is, and uh, d- definitely more fun. Yeah, definitely. A lot of people into it. I have not played it yet. I've talked to a lot of people. I've seen it, but I've I'm a tennis guy, so I I need to make the need to make the switch, I guess, and give it a shot. Yeah, you know, I've I've only played pickleball a couple of times. Uh, obviously, I'm I'm the golf guy, so it. Uh, <laughs> but it's a, it is a lot of fun, and it's very fast paced too. And and people get into it; it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, you got Hank Haney, the legendary uh, golf instructor. At the PGA show talking pickleball, you know it is definitely That's a ride. So. Now, you talk about members, and this is something, 
you know, everybody listening to this podcast will want to know is, you know, just between us, what's the what's the makeup of the membership there? Is it trend a little older? Or is it younger? Kind of give us the the down low on that. Yeah, no, we we are certainly younger um, in comparison. So people who don't know the Coachella Valley, I mean, it, it's very much a retirement um, six, seven, eight month season where, you know, people who have done well for themselves come and, and relax and enjoy some golf. And, and we are definitely on the younger side um, when it comes to to members and average and the people that I'm seeing coming in now, um, especially with this pandemic pandemic that's going on right now, um, are certainly younger. So we're starting to see people in their 50s who want to get out of the big cities, escape. They can work from from here, and and really enjoy what we have to offer. So our average age is is probably in the mid to high 60s, where a lot of the clubs in the valley can be well into the 70s, and and sometimes even a little more. No kidding. Now, you mentioned the pandemic, and um, with that in mind, you know, the outflow from urban centers, particularly on the West Coast, uh, the Bay Area, we see the numbers there, uh, the inventory skyrocketing as people uh, flee, for lack of a better word. Um, Are you seeing people uh, move there? You know, and I know there's, you know, obviously this time of year, it's blazing hot, but um, are you seeing more people make it a year round home? Yes. So this year we certainly had uh, more members stay all summer, uh, travel a little bit. Obviously most of them are not flying. So if they're traveling, they're going to the coast and we're only a couple hours from Orange County, um, you know, Newport, San Diego. So it's a pretty easy drive to get there and it can be 110 here and, and you drive over and it's 75 degrees in, in two and a half hours. Yeah. So, um, but yes, we're definitely seeing, seeing more people heading our way and making it a, a full-time permanent residence and then just traveling a little bit in the summer. And I ask that because we're, you know, more and more, I think you're going to see people who can live and work anywhere do just that. Right. And it sounds like you're prepared for it. For sure. And, and one advantage that we have, um, is we're still building new homes where most of the communities in the Valley are not. So, and that's important to a lot of people. And, and this year, and really since the pandemic has started, our sales have really been, been great. So I, I don't anticipate that going down at all. I think we're going to continue to grow and continue to sell some more homes. Yeah. Kind of a loaded question here, because I know it, it very open-ended, but if you had to pick uh, three or four locales around the, the country where people are coming from, where you're drawing your members, where are they coming from? Really, we have a wide range of, of members across the country and uh, Canada, for that matter, um, mostly from the West Coast. So Seattle, um, San Francisco, and then we're seeing a much more real push from Orange County. Um, not so much from San Diego, but definitely it seems like every second person looking at a home this summer has been from Orange County. Really? So. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it just goes back to, you know, people are, are working from home and, and they can get out of the city and, and come over here. But not San Diego. That's interesting. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not really sure why that is, but uh, we really don't have much San, in San Diego. We do have a few members, uh, Rancho Santa Fe area. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't seem like we get a lot from San Diego. 
Interesting. Well, maybe we can help you with this podcast. Maybe somebody will yeah, there you here go. in yeah. Rancho or come on over. Yeah, Del Mar somewhere and come on over. Um, yep. well, it sounds like a great club. So, um, you know, from a visioning standpoint, moving forward, as you add more members, um, you know, obviously that's the case. You're building this out um, and you've got mm-hmm. one golf course. Any concerns about, you know, maxing this thing out or you feel pretty good about, you know, the, the growth in the future? You know, I think our percentages of homeowners to golf members – um, even when we get to say sold out around 500 homes, uh, I would anticipate m- maybe max 300 golf members. So th- we will be a little bit busy on some days, but I, I think the course will be able to stand up to it. No problem. That's good to hear. Now, uh, the one thing I always like to talk about too is F and B food and beverage. And, uh, yeah, you gotta you have go. that too. So, so give us the, give us the, uh, update there. Yeah. So, uh, actually during the pandemic, when we shut down, um, the restaurant was still an essential business. So our sales were actually okay. Um, food and beverage. And we did, uh, you know, a carry out and our chef, chef Aaron and Eric, our food and beverage director and Eloy, they did a great job handling, getting our members food. A lot more members stayed longer. So normally they would leave mid April to late April and they were still here in June. Um, we were doing take and bakes, basically they were being as creative as they could to, to keep our members fed and, and they did a great job. Um, and since that, and going forward, uh, we've got a great restaurant called Tapas, which we just remodeled. It's beautiful, uh, nice patio, a patio on both sides, overlocking the pool, also overlooking the, the bocce ball courts, pickleball courts, tennis, tennis courts. And it's it's really a great operation. Yeah, it sure sounds like it. Um, in terms of the new normal, uh, we are in the midst of this pandemic and certainly uh, no end in sight. Everybody yeah. hoping for later this year or, you know, at some point next year. I mean, I'm you know, we're managing for fall of 2021. I don't know what you guys are doing, but um, you feel like you guys have adjusted to whatever the cliche, quote unquote, new normal is right now you feel good about where you're at right now you know we were a little bit fortunate that um, right now when we're in our off season so we we still have members here and we're taking care of them and you know they're playing some golf but we we lost uh kind of our premium time march and april that's where all our big events happen our ladies invitational our men's invitational easter all big events and we and we lost all those um, and you know, it's really tough to s- say what it's going to look like in November when we're back up and rolling, but we're planning for, for both options, whether we're, you know, the new normal or closer to what we were, um, we're getting prepared both ways. So fortunately we've got some time to, to really sit back and think and, and find new ways to, of doing things. Yeah. You know, I had, I got to apologize. I forgot about that because, uh, you know, Washington state, we were shut down as well and no golf through April, which we had the most beautiful April I can remember in the Pacific Northwest and yeah. no golf. And I forgot about that. California was shut down too. I, Arizona was open, but you guys, Arizona was open. Yeah. You couldn't get mm-hmm. out. Yeah. We were closed. Uh, I think it was March 21st to April 21st. No golf man so it was it was pretty tough and that that is our our prime time for sure so yeah 
Last question for you. This is the question that anybody's going to ask if they want to buy a home or become a member. Do you have to own a home to be a member? Are there programs where you can join and not own a home? How's that work? Yes. So yes to both. Um, You can live outside the gates and buy a membership, which we probably have I would say 15 to 20 members that, that are in that program. Um, and the only thing that they pay additionally is uh, to be members of the sports club as well. So people who live on property through their homeowners association, they're also paying for their sports club membership. So that's really the only difference in cost is, is that additional sports club membership. Okay. Good to know. And, you know, you talk about the age, the demographics of the members. Sounds like it's a younger mix. And, you know, and this is kind of a tough question, but it's one everybody asks when, you know, they're touring clubs and, you know, uh, everybody wants something different, right? So, you know, and you mm-hmm. can't always be all things to all people, of course. But overall, I mean, what's the, you know, everybody pretty approachable or is this a club where people come with their families and they want to, you know, they want to get away and not be bothered? Kind of tell us about that. Yeah, we're very, very warm, friendly. We lo- we like to call ourselves a family, uh, and that all stems from the membership. I mean, the membership is awesome here. And um, on the golf side, we have a couple of great events that really get people out and involved, and uh, they've kind of got a fun name as well. So my ladies' day is called the ladies' cat fight, and my <laughs> men's day is called the men's dog fight. And both of those events are great. They're a blind draw. Uh, we're playing par points against yourself. You get a quota, so it's not super competitive. And you meet right away. For the ladies, you're going to meet 40 ladies immediately. And for the men, we can have up to you know, 30, 40 guys show up every Saturday morning. So they've really been great events to just get get people in the door and meeting people. And then from there, um, you know, the socializing starts and they're making new friends. Yeah, well, it sounds like a beautiful club. And I, I am looking forward to coming down for a visit this fall. When things, Come on out. When things cool down a little bit. When do you, when do you actually open back up officially? Yeah, so for, for people who haven't spent much time in the desert, we, uh, we go through an overseeding process that uh, is about five weeks. So the golf course is actually completely closed. So right now we're on pretty much 100% Bermuda grass. And at the end of September, we scalp it and throw ryegrass seed. And then November, uh, first week of November, we open back up and the golf course is absolutely perfect. And thanks to Lindsay Witch, head pro at Andalusia for joining us. Cannot wait to get down there in November when they reopen and check that course out. You've probably already found their website, andaluciacc.com. We'll head to Central Oregon and visit beautiful Brasada Ranch, just outside Bend, next time on Slice. Sucks at golf, but he talks a good game. Thanks for downloading Slice with Brian Bushlack, a presentation of Feedback Media. All rights reserved. Full disclosure, our legal department doesn't allow mothers.